All right. So, uh, so my name is Mike McGattigan, and I'm taking over this story. Uh, this, uh, and I'm the new DM for this group, and uh, we're kind of picking up right where we left off. So. Yeah, it was a clusterfuck. If the listeners remember, we were fighting some headless guys in the state capitol building, and I had put my my character Laren had put some oil on the Pope bot, which he's now exuding darkness, and AJ's character Donnie attacked blindly in the darkness and nearly killed me because he like did 11 damage but i don't know it's it's pretty hectic right now literally the worst things we could have done we did <laughs> yeah we did we don't really think things through <laughs> well kurok's still outside the circle of darkness and yes. everybody else is still inside except for the old evil man who is uh, a couple more uh headless guards on his side so uh, let's take the action to uh, to Kurok and see what uh, what your choice to to uh, act is going to be. This is I'm still having trouble with because I don't want to go in the darkness, and I think last time I just started picking up chairs and throwing them in, hoping for the best. <laughs> and I th- I think we I probably was close to hitting Donnie, um, and I don't know if I just want to go after what I assume is the leader of all of this because he's the only one in the room that has a head besides mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And the purple cloak standing there. Menacing. Yeah. 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 For the listener, he must, he came back to observe what's going on. Cause I think honestly, right where we left off was with a guy was like, not what the fuck, but he said something and he, he uh, emerged. Yeah. So I, I know I won't be able to run there quick enough. Cause my speed is, uh, fairly low. So I know, uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do Dragon Breath again, because that's never worked out for me. Well, that's something you can still try. But, I mean, there are four uh, headless guards in that darkness circle and one Pope bot. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, apparently also headless and out of commission as far as we are know. Oh, the Pope bot is out of commission. Okay. We have no idea what he's doing here or what he does. So... <laughs> We're so, I mean, page. you know, in that darkness circle, if you didn't want to try your dragon breath, I mean, that is, uh, you know, it's two out of six that, you know, so it's a pretty good chance of hitting somebody bad. <laughs> he also might kill me. Yeah, I, <laughs> it has never worked out. for. I do not trust my dragon breath at this point. It's like four out of five times has bit You're me in the ass. still a young dragon pup, so I guess that <laughs> I'm still learning how to control it. Um, I guess, I guess the best thing for me is because i don't really care what that old guy's doing like we're not here to stop whatever he might be doing we're here to get that amulet um so i guess i'm just gonna go in with my arms extended into the darkness and reach like whoever i come across first if i come across someone i'm gonna try and like touch their head to see if they have one or not and if not i'm gonna just try and throw them behind me like against the wall as hard as i can all right okay then let's have you uh, let's have you roll for your uh, dexterity. Oh no, that's one of my worst skills. Well, uh, fortunately, that's what you have to use to try to blindly grab somebody. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any bonuses for that. Oh no, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> Starting it off on a good note. <laughs> All right. Woo. Well, the good news is is that. Uh, you don't grab anyone, so you didn't grab even your friends, so it wasn't That's pretty good. Nice. Uh, but you do grab yourself somehow. Uh, you <laughs> grab your own shoulder with your arm, and you, in doing so, you somehow tangle yourself up 
and throw yourself to the ground. So now you're, <laughs> you're underfoot in the darkness circle. And uh, for those of you in the darkness circle, all you hear is a struggle uh, and kind of a scream and somebody fighting something down on the floor, possibly uh, to your left or uh, or right. You don't know. You don't know exactly where it's coming from. <laughs> Little do we know they're fighting themselves. <laughs> yeah, you know they're fighting themselves. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> That's great. So I think action now goes to uh, to Laren. Okay, excellent. I am in bad shape when it comes to help, so my immediate action is to get out of the darkness and uh, look for anybody I recognize to see if I see Ku or uh, Donnie at all. All right. Well, you're pretty disoriented, so you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to see if you can get out of the darkness, or if you run further into it, uh, okay. you may just wind up running into something. So we need a dexterity check from you, but luckily your dexterity is pretty high. So let's oh do, yes, uh, you probably will easily pass this. All right, let's give it a try. How do I already get a two? Ooh, uh, I get an eighteen. All right, you rolled an eighteen. Yes. All right. So yeah, you easily pass it. So you pop out on the uh, on the side of the darkness circle, uh, and you run, and you're able to catch yourself and stop, and you look around like, what the hell? Where am I? And all you see is the uh, the guy in the purple cloak is sitting there, and he's uh, he's not sitting there; he's standing there, and he's starting to do something with his hands. There's some kind of interesting uh, light happening between his two hands, and he's chanting quietly to himself. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh no. So action to Donnie now, who's still in the darkness circle. You still hear that struggle of someone fighting himself <laughs> on the floor. Um Okay. Uh I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to strike out with uh what is it, Burning Frost? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a You're terrible idea. Cast a spell into the darkness? Uh just blindly. Or uh yeah, uh, let's see, Dragonfrost I'm gonna use. I use my daily ultimate in the direction I hear no, noise. It's, no, it's an at-will. <laughs> uh, Dragonfrost, one of your at-will powers, so uh, those are ones that you uh, you can use at any time. So, let's see, what is that? That's Dragonfrost. Alright, so that's a ranged power, so uh, let's see. I'm sort so of just like it shooting is... it off into the darkness. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna see if you hit anything at all. And actually, you're in the middle of the dark. You're you're in the center of the darkness right now, so you have no idea which direction you're facing at all. But you do hear somebody struggling with themselves, so you can aim away from that sound or towards that sound if you think that that's something you should do. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can aim to like a little bit to the the right of that sound, like not not directly okay. on, but just like a little towards. All right. So there are three possible targets that you could hit within that area. So uh, you will you will automatically hit within that area. That is a it's a, like a cone area. So uh, let's have you roll a d six, and I'm assigning a, uh, who you're hitting by uh, by numbers. Uh, three through six, you hit nobody, and one through three are different targets that I've chosen. Okay, I hit two. Two. All right. Well, you hit one of the headless creatures. You think because oh. you hear kind of a strange noise and like that metal noise of that kind of armor that they were wearing uh, in the darkness. So now we need to roll your damage because you did hit. 
So that's 1d8 plus charisma modifier, modifier, yeah. Plus my charisma modifier. Donnie just blindly shoots ice somewhere and he hits this target. <laughs> I go to grab somebody and get myself. All right, so it's a seven. Seven, okay. Seven so, uh, Laren, you see, uh, you see this uh, pile of armor that this is like part that was part of one of those headless creatures gets blasted out of the edge of the circle and uh, smashes against the wall, uh, and it crashes to the ground and it is not moving anymore, and it's just smoking cold husk of metal. Excellent. Destroyed uh, creature. So now uh, there are still uh, three uh, of those other creatures left in the middle along with the uh, the Pope bot. Um, The darkness is still going. All right. So let's see if any of them hit you. They're a pretty low chance of hitting. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, the first one uh, hit you with a natural 20. (laughs) Oh, fuck. And that's uh, and that's you, Donnie. Uh, oh boy, I don't have that much. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I'm down to sixteen. Yeah. So you're me grabbing many, my. Uh, how many hit points do you have oh, right now? God. I have sixteen. You have sixteen. <laughs> so these things. Uh, uh, what kind of weapons were they using? Uh, that's a great point. I think they were just swords. Fist in it. Were, were they fists? Oh, they were fist? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> fist in it. So that's let's the- see here. Uh, this one. Uh, swing. Oh my god! Okay, and it hits you for uh, it hits you for uh, it hits you for seven damage. Oof, uh, But it also uh, is a critical. So uh, the thing. Uh, let's see what happens here. I forget what we did. Did we double it or roll? You roll twice? weapon damage twice. I think that's what that's what. I oh, happens. for crits. Okay, yeah. I was normally doing uh, double. I was normally doing. Uh, I would do like specials sometimes. Um, Uh, yeah. And in fact, I'm just going to do that here. So, okay. You get hit in the side of the head. You'd only take seven damage, but in addition to that, uh, you are dazed, uh, for, uh, you are dazed for one round. So you'll only be dazed for the, uh, for next round, uh, of action. So you're completely out of it and you have no idea which, what's what, which direction. Basically I'm concussed. Yeah. Concussed. There you go. Okay. And another one of the headless things swings and misses, not even close. And another one is, you just hear it somewhere off of the side, and just misses again. They're just kind of swinging at nothing. The Pope bot is still, uh, you can't tell if it's doing anything at all. So um, then, uh, Laren, you're the only one that can see the uh, the old purple cloaked man. And the uh, the light is getting brighter between his hands, and he's... He's taking his hands farther apart. The guards on the side of them of, of him are starting to do this weird vibrating thing, like they're having trouble holding it together or something as the intensity of the magic is is increasing. Oh, no. Yeah. Hmm. Shit. So now uh, action to Kurok again. Okay. Uh, am I aware that I'm now fighting myself? Like, can I stop? Yes, <laughs> you are now aware okay. of it. You can definitely <laughs> stop. It only lasted for the last round. I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, this guy's punching really hard at the same time I am. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then you pull yourself um, up, and you're like... Yeah. yeah. You're still on the floor, though. You're still on the ground. Okay. Since I'm already on the ground, can I just try and crawl around and reach for a pair of legs? Like, yeah. near me? Absolutely. And I'll just try to yank that person down. That way, if it's either, like, Donnie or Laren, who I think is still in there, they'll just be, like, out of the way. Okay. 
if it's a soldier, hear, I get a You can prone. hear some noises, but it's really hard to determine who's who. So you're still like, you're pretty sure that if you reached out, if you dove out with your hands, you'd be able to grab somebody, but you're not sure who. So let's uh, let's do a roll to see if you can uh, if you can hit then. Okay, is that any bonuses or that was well, just looking it up here? So it's going to be a negative. Is it uh, negative uh, minus four in complete darkness? Oh boy! Yeah, I think yeah. There's some sort of negative that goes along with darkness. I can't remember what. It I is. think that's about right. I think it's, <laughs> it's usually was negative that's four in the past. not going to. All right, so I'll just add it after the roll. For blind, yeah. Oh, come on! <laughs> What'd you get? I get another two! <laughs> oh, there so you go. you dive, I, what? and somehow uh, you go into a roll, and you grab your own ankles, and you're <laughs> pulling yourself over. Uh, you're just a ball on the floor. You're completely... <laughs> God damn it, He just dude. can't stop touching oh. himself. <laughs> but luckily he's I mean, still he was... not doing any damage yet uh, so it's okay it's I just good. imagine like meteors falling from the sky and I'm just like doing my best Samus impression just like rolled up in a ball <laughs> Yep, that's all you're um, doing right now so now we're back to uh, we're back to uh, Laren who's on the outer ring and you still see that, that uh, purple shrouded guy kind of freaking out with magic over there with those two other creatures Shit. Um, do I see Ku grabbing himself? I don't <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, curious. You, just, you see that that complete wall of darkness. You just hear okay. chaos from inside of there. But you did notice All like right. that one creature flew out and hit the wall and exploded. So you did see that. So you know that you kind of know where that blast came from. Hmm. I think I'm gonna just try to get closer to the purple guy. Oh, that's probably a terrible idea. Wait, I regret this. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skirt around. Uh, Do you have any the, range stuff? I really don't, and that's why I'm trying to. Uh, if I did, I would attack him or the guys he's with. I think I'm gonna try to skirt around this like sphere of darkness and just see if like if I see anything, anybody on the other side of it, so to speak, and just like try to move around this the circumference or what's the word I'm looking for the radius. Yes, I, or one of those. So wait, Diameter. are you going through the darkness, or are you just going around the outside? I want to go around the outside, so I'm probably like trying to avoid chairs, because we're in some kind of auditorium. Okay, yeah, so, um, well, you, you feel like you could get, like, halfway to the Purple Shrouded guy if you wanted to. Uh, that's about how close you could get. And you would have okay. some cover if you did get up there. However, you could kind of skirt around the outside of the darkness if you wanted to. Try to see if there's somebody that you can perceive, like, right at the edge or inside, maybe, if you wanted to do something. Or you could shoot straight into the darkness willy-nilly and see if you can do something, whether you're going to dive in well, there or throw something or what. Oh, well, that's what they've done to me, and it turned out terribly. I don't know. Also, <laughs> don't I'm just curious. Do, I, I'm not sure if my character has the ability to like do like a little like healing thing. I think recently AJ asked Matt, our previous DM, and he was just like, "Yeah, fuck it." So well, like, everyone, I, has I would a, really... everyone has a, a skill called heal that you can like perform, and it. I really need to do that right now. <laughs> but that's for isn't that is that it's... not magical healing? It's just like bandaging yourself. Up. Yeah, it's just I think it takes a turn. Okay, could I spend my turn doing that, and would I get, like, the roll a certain amount to heal hit points? Uh, I think that, um, like, what's your what's your hit points at right now? 
for Laren? Six, which is like pretty, pretty damn low. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> damn low. Um, yeah, I I will let you I will let you heal. It says nine surges a day. A surge value just is like the equivalent of a quarter of your health. Yeah, quarter of your max HP. So you would get seven uh, HP if you did uh, heal surge properly. Okay. So let's do that. That's fine. Okay. So just do I have to roll a d20 and see if what what would that be against? It'd be a deal d20 plus like whatever your heal skill is, I guess. And that would determine whether or not you're successful, I guess. Oh shit! I have a six heal. You're in good shape for healing. You're good at healing. Not with our group. Uh, 16 total. So, yeah, you heal with that. That's fine. Oh, yay, so, I'm up to 13. Okay, that's my turn. So you didn't move at all. You just stayed where you were at, right? Yeah, I'm kind of just laying down. Like, or I'm not laying down. I guess I'm just on the outskirts of the... Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, and you still have a clear line of sight with the, the purple shrouded guy. Okay, good. All right, so now we are back to Donnie. Okay, I'm going to try to... Uh hit someone else with my with my dragon frost I think okay so so okay so now you do hear something rolling around on the floor <laughs> near you, uh, and you also hear uh, you hear some some clacking of the armor and you kind of get a general direction and you're not hearing anything else but you think that you can only hit one target depending on which direction you are facing. So it's going to be a straight up aim for one one target or another. Alright, I'm going to tra- aim towards uh, where I hear the some of the clacking. Okay. Alright, go ahead and, uh, and roll the hit. It's versus I don't know, th- do you have the stats for the the guys or um, Yeah, I kind of made them up. Okay. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I definitely I don't know guess. what they are exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be more yeah. detailed in the, in the future. I roll. I rolled. I rolled a three. So yeah. Oh, you did not hit it. Uh, especially <laughs> with your modifier being in the darkness. Uh, yeah, you. It's a negative one. <laughs> you in fact did not hit it at all. Now uh, I need you to roll a one d six. If you roll a one, uh, it's going to be bad news. No. <laughs> uh oh. It's going to be me. It's a five. Oh. Okay, you're fine. Uh, but uh, Laren, <laughs> you're kind of tucked to the side in that room, and a blast of dragon frost just flies right over your head and slams kind of an unbound, like somebody who's just very careless, just shot dragon frost in some random direction. (laughs) I yell, Dottie, you can't keep doing this shit. (laughs) Sorry. You hear a voice say that that and you can hear, uh, you can hear where it came from. So now, you know, kind of where it's like orienting uh, me. Exactly. It's actually helping you because he's communicating. Yeah. So now uh, we go back to the uh, the creatures. It's their turn now. Uh, let's see what happens. And all right, uh, we have one uh, hit. Oh no! So that's a regular hit on uh, on uh, Kuruk. Oh. What's uh, my AC? My AC is fifteen. 15? Yeah. Okay. That is a high enough roll to hit you. Ah. I'm, I'm also rolling around on the ground. I'm not surprised. Yes. You're not, you're not. <laughs> holding still, your own in leg. Dark, in the dark, it's hard to hit. 
but that's only three damage, so you're you're not like hurt that bad. Oh, okay. You did kind of ring your bell a little bit there. Gotcha. Maybe I'll actually hit something now. It'll focus me. Yeah, maybe it will help help uh, focus <laughs> you up a little bit. So now uh, the purple shrouded guy, uh, you're noticing him. Uh, uh, you're noticing him, Lauren, and he's he's starting to levitate off of the ground now. And the two creatures are uh, starting to join together. The two headless guards. Whoa. Uh oh. This isn't good. It's definitely not good. You can definitely tell it's not good. So, uh, Kurok, it's on you now. It's my turn? Yeah. Okay. Man, I really have accomplished absolutely nothing. You've been the most useless member of this group (laughs) so far. Welcome to the, gr- the club. I, that, yeah, that describes the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, is there any, like, when Laren yelled, did, did I hear that as well? Can I know where he is now? You did, but you were still rolling around on the floor, so you didn't get an idea of where he was at all. Crap. <laughs> so I heard it. It's just disoriented. Exactly. You were still disoriented there. Yep. Oh, man. I'm thinking at this point just to, like, get out of the darkness anyway, Ken, and maybe I will just go for the... Uh, purple robed man, because I'm certainly not doing anything good in here. All right, so uh, go ahead and roll a uh, roll a let's see, roll a twelve sided. Good. All right, uh, I got a six. Six. Okay, and now roll a uh, dexterity check. Uh, eighteen, and right. I think my dex bonus is like zero. So yeah, eighteen. Yeah. It is a zero, but okay. So you start running. You uh, you decide suddenly. You become very confident, and <laughs> you uh, you vault right out of the darkness, and you realize uh, immediately as you're running out of the darkness, uh, and you realize something. Go ahead and roll a wisdom check now. Oh boy, that's not good. <laughs> uh, I think my wisdom's actually lower. <laughs> yeah, it's close. So to no bonus there. Yeah. Yeah, so no bonus there, but 10. Okay. Uh, well, you realize that uh, some of your friends, it looks like they've disappeared. You don't know where they are, and it seems like the uh, the purple cloak guy is gone. Hmm. All right, so now uh, we're on to, uh, to Laren. Can I tell because, like, the way, like, looking, like, can I see where he was, like, where I last thought he was, and he's mm-hmm. gone? Yeah, you're looking at the spot oh, okay. where you really thought he was, but he is not there, and you're very confused. Oh, okay. Because my character's very dumb, yeah, and I might have just ran back the way I came yes, and not know exactly. it. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what's going on. So, uh, so Laren, you're, uh, you're still huddled onto the side over there, and, uh, and you see the, uh, the purple guy still doing his thing. Okay, so I still have eyes on this guy. Um, yeah. The interesting thing is, uh, unbeknownst to you, I have on my person a fly potion, and I've been just like burning through every one of my potions lately. But I'm thinking since I started to see the purple uh caped guy start to levitate, I might want to just like drink this fly potion and have an aerial battle. It sounds pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna just drink it. All right, you drink it, and you are now flying. Excellent. All right, I'm going to fly right towards him. I have enough health that I hope he doesn't just one-shot me, but uh, let's just see what I can do. <laughs> All right, He'll well, you, uh, make, you. A, make a dex roll, and let's see how much ground you can cover. All right, let's do that. 
19 plus 4, 23. Oh, all right. Well, you take the fly potion and deftly you spin around in the air really efficiently and you kick off of the wall and you're aimed perfectly at that purple guy and you are flying right at him. You are going to smash right into him. So, oh, uh, shit. What do you want to try to do? Because this is all still going to happen this turn. All right, so I have two weapons to choose from. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm going to get my great sword out. Um, it's, yeah, let's just see if I have any luck hitting with that. So I'm just going to try to, like, point my great sword directly at him and, like, as we collide, hopefully do as much damage as possible. So now I think that you will, you are going to hit him, and it's just a matter of how much damage you're going to do. But okay. the problem is getting the sword out and aligned in the right direction. So okay. because you just did this fancy move, you're kind of tumbling or spinning through the air right at him, kind of like a corkscrew. So in this in this disorienting kind of tumble through space, you reach down and you grab your sword. And now let's make another dex roll to see if you get it out and point it forward. Okay. Uh, hmm. 16 total. Okay, you do. So you get the hey. sword pointed directly in front of you, and you're spinning as you are heading towards him like a rocket. So uh, what damage does your greatsword do? I believe, let me double check, I think it's 1d10. Uh, yes, that's what I have here in my notes. And then you have a modifier oh, of your strength, uh, too? Yeah, 1d10 plus uh, 4. All right, okay, so go ahead and uh, roll for damage, and let's see what happens here. Um, is that one we have? Oh, shit. I, no. Let me pull out a real one. Uh, nine plus four is 13 damage. Wow. You really nailed this, this entire sequence here. Uh, okay. Excellent. So, uh, Doug's stealing you, all the good rolls. You spin right into him, and you're also going to have uh, another uh, plus to the damage, another plus three to the damage because of the way that you're... You're spinning in air uh, at him with fuck spin. yeah. So Ariel, uh, your sword tears <laughs> right into uh, his body. He's not uh, well armored. He was wearing a very light uh, armor, and it just the sword just cuts right through the cloth and just stabs right into him. Uh, and you can tell he screams in pain. And as soon as you hit him, also uh, his hands that were positioned in that way that they were uh, working the magic. They are disrupted. The light disappears between his hands. The creatures that he was summoning uh, also uh, drop to the ground and are completely uh, devoid of life. And yes. all of you in the circle also hear uh, clanging and smashing as if the creatures that... Uh, oh, there's only one of you in the circle now, right? <laughs> I believe yeah, it's Donnie. Yeah, it's just yeah. Donnie. So, Donnie, all you hear is just clanging around you like... Shh, like pots and pans just hitting the ground. Just things are just smashing against the ground. Uh, the darkness is unfortunately still there, but the uh, but you don't hear any more noise from the creatures in the circle. All right. So, so my my main question is: Are we still kind of like in mid air, or did I kind of we're now down on we're no longer right. levitating? Now uh, you are still levitating, but when you stabbed him, uh, he recoiled from the sword and kind of pulled himself off of your sword so that he wasn't completely impaled, but he is hurt really, really bad. And when okay. he did that, he fell and kind of fell backwards and hit the wall behind him and then slid down the wall uh, to the ground. And he's very uh, 
very uh, fatally. It looks like a mortal wound. It looks like he could die from this. It's okay. Not. Uh, he's not moving very fast at this point. All right. Um. So I guess does you're order of precedence. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try to land and keep my sword pointed at him to be intimidating, but then call to the others like, Donnie, Koo, get over here. Okay. So yeah, Donnie, you hear from the uh, from inside the circle. You hear a voice calling, uh, and uh, and uh, Kurok, you're you're suddenly hear your friends calling from behind you. You hear your friends <laughs> behind you, which is really weird huh? because what? you know that you're right at the spot where that purple cloak guy was. Okay, I thought for a second like he went invisible, like, and that's what he was like doing magic wise. Well, maybe okay. that's what you still think. Maybe you still that's what think. I still think. Yeah, yeah, he's invisible. Yeah. So are we out of combat now? Like, so yeah, combat has officially ended. Okay, Yay. so good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> good mainly to Laren because it's kind of rolled amazingly and got you guys. Out. Yeah, in Ooh. one move, Laren was able to end all of this. I jump into darkness, roll around for a bit, get hit in the head, and then jump out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, love this podcast. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna run around the darkness, like to the other side where I thought I heard Laren. Okay. So, yeah, you run around to the other side, and now you do see Laren and the Purple Shrouded Guy, which must be another Purple Shrouded Guy, you think. <laughs> yeah, there's two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, and Donnie, uh, what do you uh, what do? You do? I'm going to, I guess I'm going to try to get out of the, the darkness. All right, so uh, you're going to try to go in a certain direction. Uh, roll a 12-sided for me. Uh, five. Five, all right. Uh, you run out of the darkness, and you do not see your friends anywhere. You're kind of wondering where they are as well. But uh, go ahead and roll uh, a wisdom check for yourself. Okay. Because <laughs> not everyone's as dumb as Q. Right. <laughs> but kind of close. <laughs> so that's a 14. All right, you're fine. So, yeah, you get out, and you realize that you just ran out the exact opposite side of the darkness and that they're on the other side. So you can walk over there if you like. Okay. I walk over. All right, so you walk up and you see, uh, 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 and everybody's there, right? Or wait, Kurok, no. Did we have you walk over there yet, Kurok? Yeah, I ran around. Oh, that's right. So that's I right. caught up with him. So now, yeah, yeah, so now everybody's there. And, uh, Laren has his great sword and it's pointed at this, at the cloaked figure who's just lying on the floor and he's kind of hissing. He's like, um, <clears throat> he's definitely not human, but you can't tell what he is because he's shrouded. Oh, geez. Um, I guess Laren kind of just looks down at him and says, Who are you and what's going on here? What's up with all these headless guys? And more, most importantly, where's the half of the amulet? All right. So, uh, so you can tell, uh, let's see, everybody speaks, uh, uh, draconic. Let's see, or at least, let's see. At, at least Do AJ's we? character does. I, I don't, I do not. Okay, so yeah, I actually have quite and... a few. Uh, I I speak common Elven and Draconic. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm missing Draconic, so I would well, probably not understand yeah, you're this the guy. Only one that doesn't understand this. Uh, okay, but he speaks in Draconic, and he says in this hissed, like hushed voice, he says, "You'll never find the amulet." What the hell did that guy just say? What 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 kind of language is that? He uh, it's Draconic. He said that we're not going to find the amulet. And then he I think says, maybe we should ask the brother. And then he says, you'll all burn. 
and it's only a matter of time until you burn. What, Brother Coot? <laughs> well, I came out where he was, but he wasn't there. But now this one's here. So there might be like two of them or something <sighs> hiding. And we should find the other one. Right? <laughs> Donnie, what did he just say? He's an idiot. All right. <laughs> All right tell, him, tell him that we'll give him coup if he gives us the it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, we tell, turned to tell, slavery at the drop of a hat. Tell him, like, I, I get up closer and I put the tip of the sword in, the, like, right where the wound is. Like, like I could put it in further. And I'm okay. like, tell him I'm going to make him tell us where the amulet is. And I say that to Donnie, because he obviously can speak draconic. Uh, my friend here has a way with swords, and uh, we can always make you tell us where the amulet is. So he swears, and it's like the most vile, filthy swear that you've ever heard a creature utter. And he spits on the ground, and his spit starts bubbling on the ground. Uh, he's definitely not human, but then he says, he says, fine, I'll tell you where you can go, but it doesn't matter because this entire place, everything, everything here in this town, this entire building is going to be consumed in fire. What, what did he just say? Uh, I got, this language barrier thing's killing me. He's, uh, (laughs) he's gonna tell us, but he said... Everything's coming down in fire. This whole building's coming down in fire. Can I also spit next to his head against the wall, my acid breath? Yeah. And just be like, you ain't so special. I can do it too. <laughs> okay. As I'm like like taking my sword away from his womb, trying to not intimidate him anymore, Bran comes over my shoulder and acid breaths them right next to his head. <laughs> um, roll to see what happened. Oh, crap. <laughs> roll to see if you hit with the acid breath. Oh, he's dead. He's uh, you hit the wall like you intend to. How close <laughs> are you aiming to his head? Um, <laughs> thirteen no, feet away. No. <laughs> I'm thinking Ku would try to do it like a foot away, like right next to it, like okay. thinking he's super, he's super accurate, cocky. Precise. Yeah. Oh god damn it, Bren. <laughs> That's a five. Oh no. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, <laughs> You, well, it's a five. It's not the worst thing in the world. So you spit, <laughs> and it actually lands like twenty feet away, and he like, <laughs> looks at you like you're. What did you do that for? Oh like, my I god! Can, I can do it too. What up? <laughs> right. like, like, he calls you a traitor, and then yeah, he says another vile list of uh, of swearing words. All right. So I look at him and I say. Alright, so, well, I'm actually talking to Donnie, because I figured Donnie's got to translate. Tell this guy that if this place is going to burn, we want the amulet, and we also want to know in that whole room of heads in boxes where we can find the Popot's head. Uh, Okay, so Yeah, I just repeat that. I repeat that back. So he says, uh, he says, he knows both of them. Uh, You're going to have to carry him. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I just, like, look over at Koo, and I'm like, get on with it. Yeah, you heard the man. <sighs> he called me a traitor. I don't want to carry him. He's mean. Should we get the Pope out right. of the, the darkness, or is it coming from him? No, let's leave Popot there f- the for now. The is also dissipated, by the way. Oh, oh excellent. Okay. I was going to say, Laren rubbed it on him, so it'd be like he'd be the center oh, of it. Oh, yeah. So, the, oh. I think the... Pl- <laughs> 
the plan is let's carry this guy to the room that's adjacent to us. There was apparently a, a room full of boxes that had these headless guards' heads in them, and I think one of these boxes has the Pope Bot's head. Then let's get Pope Bot, get the amulet, and get the fuck out of here. All right. So you want to carry this guy? So, uh, Kura, you have 17 strength. You should be able to carry him, no problem. He's not going to give you any problems on the way either. Uh, he's, t- he's, he's fine to be dragged uh, in there. Uh, but he starts pleading with you. He's like, you have to take me out of here with you when you leave. Hmm. I don't think we gotta do anything. I mean, I'll I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ignore anything he's saying at this point because I just don't well, give a shit. You, you like, can't understand anything he's saying. Exactly. So it's yeah. up to you two he's to speaking, determine. He's speaking fucking parcel tongue to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we'll decide if we take him out with us when it comes, like after we get the things we want. So do you tell him that? No, I'll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Because Koo's an idiot. Uh, I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Tiny lizard man. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. That's fine. And you just see, like, the tiny um, gears in Koo's head just, like, turning. Like, <laughs> it's like so trying you to... Get, you get into the room with all of the uh, the boxes with the heads in them. And uh, the heads, uh, you notice, are all... Uh, have kind of, like, some of them have an agape expression that kind of looks like they're slack-jawed. Like, they're not they're not alive anymore, but some of them look like they're sleeping. <laughs> Ooh, that might have been us. I think the ones so, that died are the ones that are slack-jawed. Yeah, uh, that could very the well be. The ones we just killed. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and uh, so you see the uh, there is one that's wearing like a um, like a Pope-type hat. A hat you'd <laughs> He's wearing like a taller white hat. And he is not slack-jawed. His, he actually looks like he's sleeping. All right, that's our guy. We, uh, we, uh, my character grabs a box, and um, I guess I turn to the rest. I'm like, "All right, let's go slap this head on the Pope bot, and then we'll get this amulet." And also, someone ask him why this place is going to burn down and what kind of time frame we're looking at yeah. until that happens. Yeah, I asked the guy like, "How long? Okay. How long do we uh, have?" He says, uh, "What are you doing with this head?" It's a good question. Uh, we're gonna try to reattach it to the robot that's back there. He's yeah, just, we have a thing for Popebots. He's shaking his head and he's just looking kind of like really disappointed. Hmm. I mean, he tried oh, killing us, so yeah. I don't really care if he's happy about it. Yeah, that's what I mean. We have a really, a really big thing. Like we're all passionate about Popebot for no particular reason. So if we can. <laughs> if we can if we can bring him back to life and like talk to the Pope bot, that'd be pretty cool. All right. So, you and also, wanna, I don't want him to burn back down into that room, and you're still carrying uh, carrying him. Yes. All right. One second. Okay. Uh, as you're as you're walking back into the other room, uh, you notice that that purple shrouded guy, uh, he's reaching out, and he was trying to grab something on a table as just as you're about to exit the room, but you noticed, uh, let's see who noticed him. Uh, cool Ruck, you're carrying him and you did not notice it. Uh, but, uh, Laren, you noticed, uh, you noticed him reach out to try to grab something off the table. Like he's, he's sneaky. There's something going on. 
hey, what's that sneaky prick get trying to grab? And I try to point it to the attention of Donnie. All right. So then, uh, Donnie, do you do anything? Um, I like try to like stop him from like reaching out to whatever he's doing. All right. Good. Slap his hand like a mother. Yeah. yeah stop make, it. Make a, just make a two hit roll for that. 18. Good. You slap his hand uh, immediately before it even gets to this thing that he was trying to grab. Uh, and it looks like a very nondescript book. It doesn't look like it's anything really important, but you stopped him from getting it and he hisses at you and uh, tells you that you're going to burn again. Uh, <laughs> give us a, a he gave did he give us a time frame. No, I don't think not. no. I just keep pressing. He avoided I just the keep question. Pressing him for that. Uh, so what do you say exactly? Uh, listen, we could leave you in here, or we could bring you with us. It it's honestly up to whether or not you give us this time frame because that's what we really need to know. He says the only thing keeping this place from burning is the magic of the amulet. The only thing keeping this place uh, uh, going is the amulet. Fuck. Um, I didn't understand that, actually, so I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, like, this isn't the only place that matters. There are other... The whole world is at risk if we don't get this amulet. And then he says, oh, poor people. Poor, poor people in their little lives. Nothing really matters, you know. Nothing really matters. This place will burn. Everywhere will burn. You're never going to get where you need to go. Uh, this place and all of its little puppets that we took control of, all of those little puppets and you, their little lives, don't their lives matter to you? I guess not. Can I reach out to grab his hand that he was reaching for the book for and just try to crush it? Yeah. Like, I hear him saying all this going on and on, and I just yep. reach for his hand. Uh would that be any bonuses, like strength? Strength, uh, definitely strength. I mean, once you we got to roll to to hit because you are uh, you're grabbing his hand first of all. So we need to see if you're going to grab his hand. Second of all, okay. we'll see if you have the ability to actually crush it. Like you want. To. All right. So strength. see if I can roll. grab it. Would just be eleven. Okay. Uh, you kind of you get it, but it's kind of a half. Like you're kind of half grab. You're grabbing it in kind of a weird way. Might still work like out though. Do I have like just the fingers like a late like a Bellicatessa like greeting me at like a ball? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, exactly. You're kind of like grabbing Charmed. Yeah, you're grabbing the fingers with your hand, so all of your your fingers are kind of overlapping his perpendicularly. Just the fingers, though. That's enough for me. Alright. Can I just, so I just want to crush so all the fingers? Roll uh roll a strength check. Alright, so I'll be D20 plus uh, 3. So, 19. You obliterate his fingers. <laughs> Excellent. <smash laughs> his fingers. And, uh, in fact, uh, one of them becomes severed from his hand and just falls <laughs> to the ground. Oh, boy. So you, like, way overdid it, kind of. And uh, he you, just p- you just screams. pinched a finger off. It's <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing I've done. And he pulls his hand back, and there is just blood pouring down his hand. I look I over like, and I'm like, what the hell did he say? <laughs> I look him in the <laughs> eyes and just go, you stop being mean. So you set him down to look him in the eyes real quick? Yeah. Okay, so you grab him and you're holding him in front of you and you say, stop being mean. 
and he's just screaming, and there's just a shower <laughs> of blood pouring out of his hand onto the ground. Uh, and he just does not look like he even registered what you just said. All right, all right. I'm gonna grab his severed finger and like, h- like hold it over the void bag, like threateningly, what? and be like, <laughs> "It's already gone." Yeah, I know. Already lost it. <laughs> but I'll be like, "Hey, if you ever want this back, even as memorabilia, like it looks like a pretty good finger." He's too <laughs> out of it to care about his finger. All right, that's fair. Um, <laughs> damn it. He doesn't even understand what you're doing right now because he doesn't well, know what the void bag is. Well, I just drop it in. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> There's a tiny little flash of light, and the thing's gone. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Um. Wait. Now somebody. Yeah. Should I cauterize his wound or something? You could with uh, burning bad. spray. He is really hurt now. <laughs> yeah, I can like. Well, that's what I mean. We really need to get the information of where the amulet is before this guy dies. And I don't care if he does die. He sounds like he needs to go. You guys are back in the room. Uh, there, where the darkness was, oh. there's several collapsed uh, bodies that were just seemed like they were almost like automatons. You know, they weren't anything. They were the, those headless creatures, the remnants of them. But the Pope one is still kind of like it was already. Uh, not really doing anything, and now it's just kind of doing the same thing. It's just kind of sitting there, but it's not falling apart like the other ones. All right, I'm going to take the box with the Pope bot head and approach the the bot and try to put the head on and see if it kind of activates or anything. Okay, so this box that the head is in, it is a glass, well, you think. I mean, it's translucent. It's a box, and there's a, a door on the front of the box with a gold handle, and uh, there's gold hinges on the side of the box. So you would open it directly from the side where you're, like, looking at the head. Okay. So uh, you want to open the box? Yes. All right, you open the box, and the Pope head just starts screaming. (laughs) Oh, my God. As you can possibly imagine a person screaming, the entire room is filling with this scream, and your ears are, like, it's not damaging you, but it's, like, Oh my god, it's painful and it's really obnoxious. And the the Pope head is just looks like a really freaked out person. He's just completely out of his mind screaming. Alright, I close the door immediately. And he stops screaming <laughs> put, and he goes back to sleep. Okay, I put the ground the box on the ground and I say, Fuck that! Let's go <laughs> find the amulet. <laughs> <laughs> alright. So uh alright, anybody else do anything? Um like Doug said, for some reason, Ku has like a weird sentimental vibe with like Popeye. The last time we saw him, it just brightened up his life. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna try and just put down the purple robed guy. Alright. Open up the box real quick and just like slam Popeye's head onto his body, thinking that it's gonna just like reconnect automatically. Uh, like- Alright, roll, <laughs> roll a dexterity check. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna boy. keep my eye on the purple guy while Bren's doing that because I don't want him like drifting away. Yeah, okay. well, he's pretty bloodied. Yeah, is there, uh, perception. Uh, roll a per- is there a perception check? I can get you. Yes. Perception there. Yeah. Based off wisdom. Yeah. So roll for perception, and what's your plus for that? Larens. Yeah, Larens. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my yeah. perception plus is six. So oh, let me uh, go ahead and okay. do that. Uh, Nat 20 plus 6, 26. Okay. You basically can see his heartbeat in his body. And you can tell uh, that it's starting to slow down. He's not doing so well. Uh, You estimate that he probably has another 
like three minutes of life left in him if he doesn't get help right away. <laughs> oh, uh, you shit. perfectly estimate exactly how he's doing. So now, uh, but while you're doing that, uh, Kulrup, you are trying to reattach that head. So let's get yeah. a uh, dexterity roll for you. 16. All right, not bad. All right, so you grab the head and you slam it down. Uh, as soon as you pull the head out, of course, it starts screaming again. And then you mm-hmm. take the head and you slam it back down on the uh, on the Pope body, and it is still screaming very loudly. Oh. And the right. body's not hoping, moving. I was hoping it somehow, like, fused back to it, like, magically or something. Yep, it's not working yet, though. If you, if you, if you want to try something else, you could, but right now it is completely, uh, his body is not moving, but his head is just screaming as loud as possible. Well, hmm. in the past, Pope Bot we met, uh, was a little different according to our previous DM, but uh, it was more, uh, it was capable of speaking Elvish or something. So I know Elvin, I think AJ does too. I'm wondering if I should try to speak Elvish to the screaming one, but maybe we should try that after we stop him from screaming. Yeah. um, What about that crystal that I got? Oh, the The life crystal. The life crystal that's like keeping all the heads alive. That that was one item that uh, AJ had found uh, as we were traveling through this building. Uh, okay. We're not really sure what it does, uh, but we were told that, yeah, that also is uh, just a crystal that's keeping certain uh, things alive in this building. Okay. So you want to pull that crystal out and take a look at it while this thing's screaming? Yeah, see if, like, maybe I can, like, wave it past it. it, like, and see if that, like, heals it or reconnects the head to the body. Okay, so first you take the crystal out and you take a look at it. So uh, roll a uh, perception check for that. Okay. Oh, crap. We should probably ask this guy how to do it before he bleeds out. <laughs> In case this doesn't work. So 16. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, so you notice that uh, looking at the uh, looking at the crystal, there are um a bunch of really tiny dots that kind of look like little lights that are inside the crystal some of them uh are now like little tiny black dots and there's about uh there's about seven uh tiny black dots in there it's hard to tell though cuz when you turn the crystal it's kind of they're overlapping and it's really difficult to see that corresponds pretty accurately to the guards we've killed so far so yeah <laughs> yep Oh boy. So yeah, let's turn and ask this uh this doucher. See what he's uh what he's got to say. Out guy. Yeah, the, <laughs> hey, before you bleed out, how about you uh tell me how to reattach this head? Yeah, how do we stop a pope bot from screaming? <laughs> and he's like, "What? He can't hear you very well cuz of the screaming." And plus yeah, shit. He's almost unconscious. I have a bottle of wine. Can I try to like Force feed wine into the Pope bot and see if that stops him. Sure. Wait, why in the Pope bot? Because <laughs> he's screaming. <laughs> Just the head is screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if the uh, if some alcohol calms him down. All right, it won't so go anywhere. Try to lift the head up and then tip the bottle of wine into his mouth because his mouth is wide open as he's screaming. That's the idea. I wonder if it'll if he'll be like, okay, that's exactly what I needed. <laughs> okay. So you lift the Pope, uh, Pope Bot head up, and you tip back the bottle of wine. Uh, what kind of wine is it? Uh, I, it aged from an old bar, so I'm not really quite sure. Oh, okay. So it's a, uh, it is a, is a fortified wine, so it's a very strong wine. So you pour the wine uh, into, uh, into its mouth, and it is 
weird because the mouth is just taking all this wine. You're hearing the scream kind of turn into a gurgle. Uh, but you're not seeing the wine pour out the bottom of the head. Uh, it's <laughs> huh. just pouring into the head. And the head is starting to look like more wild. Like the eyes are looking crazier. Uh-oh, I just got us a drunk Pope bot. You're, dr- Sorry, you're drowning guys. him. No. like Okay, well, I stop after I notice that he's... After I notice he's getting a little wilder. Okay. So he's uh, still screaming really loud. Fuck. I want to throw the head back into the box real quick and shut it, like, so he stops screaming. Alright. Uh, and then ask the guy. In, uh, you throw it in, and just do a quick, uh, just do a quick dexterity. No. It's too much dexterity for Q. He's not good at it. No, no. <laughs> oh, no! Four. Four? Okay, you pick up the head, you open the box, and you throw the head at the opening of the box, but you miss, and it flies <laughs> over the box, and it hits the purple shroud guy, uh, and rolls to a, it rolls to a stop against the wall, and it's still screaming. God damn it. I shouldn't have said throw it in the box. You shouldn't have. That's a good DM for you. Um, Dottie, get the head in the box. Uh, uh, yeah, for now, we just put the head back in the box, I guess. Okay. And you put the head back in the box, you close the box, and it stops screaming and it goes back to sleep. Although it's like, it looks like its lips are moving. It's acting a little bit weird. Because <laughs> somebody got it drunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Now that it's back in the box, I want to ask the purple rope guy, like, real quickly. How do we reconnect it? Uh, he can barely speak right now, and he doesn't know what you mean by reconnect it. Uh, can I try wrapping, like, wondering if I have any, like, cloth or something that I can wrap his hand in to try and stop the bleeding and maybe even try to heal him? Do you have anybody have any kind of healing potions or anything? Or we're really uh, lacking in that department. I have a remove fear potion that might, if I force feed it to him, he might re- remove the fear of dying in hmm. five seconds. That's interesting. You could try that, but I mean, keep in mind he is very, you know, he is very hurt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I was hoping to just do like a healing skill check and just trying my or. Anyone else who might have a higher one to just try that? Yeah, we could try maybe. that for sure. Uh, what's what everyone's healing skill? I think Larence is the highest because it's yeah, wisdom. Definitely, yeah. Try, yeah, try it out. Let's see what happens. All right. Okay. So I just tell Laren, I'm like, uh, wrap up his hand so he stops bleeding, so we can try to like stabilize him. So yeah, you could like tear off a piece of cloth from his purple cloak or something like. Oh that. yeah, that's a better idea. Why dirty our clothes? Yeah. Use his. Okay, so all you right. want to do that? Yeah. All right, uh, all three of you roll a perception check. All right, I think I have one perception. Uh, 15 for me. Jeez, that's high. Unmodified 15, or is that... Oh, no, that's with everything. Okay. 17 and, for me. I have to roll two? Yeah, might as well. Let's yeah. see. So, uh, five. <laughs> five. Okay, so you're the only one that doesn't notice this, but yeah. uh, the two of you do notice that there's a chain around his neck. Hmm. And it seems like he was not, like he tucked something into his cloak. Huh. I still tell Laren to, like, wrap up his hand to make sure he doesn't, like, it bleed out on us. It is pretty much like, you have to do this now or he will die. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to heal him. All right, God damn it! I don't want to do this. Like, my character looks, like, very skeptical. Like, I just purposefully dealt, like, a, de- like a deadly blow, and now I'm healing the motherfucker. Um... <laughs> 
All right, here we go. Don't think uh, of it as healing. Think of stabilizing. All right, well, I rolled an 11 with my modifier. Oof. Okay, well, that's not good enough. He is still Fuck. struggling. Uh, can I try to cauterize the wound or something? Uh, you can try to cauterize the wound. How would you do that? I have a I have an at will power called burning spray that like generates uh basically really oh just really hot fire <laughs> that I can kind of like. Spr- can you spray, spray to part. the side and then yeah, like, like kind of scoop can, some? I can sort of like put my hand like so like above his hand so it just like burns his hand. Okay, I well, feel this, like the, you do the shock alone. How risky this sounds, right? Yeah, yeah, we might just kill this guy, and then we don't know where the enemy is. I mean, I'm is. only going to be hitting his hand. Hopefully, let me try to light this candlestick with this flamethrower. Oh yeah, god damn kind of it! Like that? Yeah. Um, I don't think. Wait, don't follow through with this. Can I try to heal? Him? <laughs> Who has the highest intelligence? Not Koo. Mine's an uh, no. <laughs> thanks. Mine's an thanks. eleven. Eleven seven eight. Uh, intelligence, I have, and uh... 14 for Laren. Yeah, so, okay. So, uh, Laren, you have the idea while they're talking about this cauterizing. You're <laughs> like, why don't you just put a crappy weapon in the flame, and that'll heat that weapon up, and you can use that to cauterize the wound. I'm glad Thank you God. thought of that for me, because... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, does anyone have a... not smart enough. have, like, a shitty uh, knife or something, or are there any knives laying around? Yes, my sickle. Let's use that. Oh, yeah, good, good yeah. call. Okay. <laughs> this guy is still writhing on the floor. All right. Uh, so uh, let's try this whole thing. This should be pretty easy uh, as long as you don't fuck it up. So, uh, <laughs> so what do I have to... holding the sickle into the fire? All right, I will. All right. So oh, this sounds like... A, uh, roll a uh, dexterity check. This sounds like season one all over <laughs> oh, again. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, dexterity, uh, plus four, 17. Oh, you're totally fine. So you hold okay. it, you heat it up, it looks pretty good. The metal is red now. And, uh, you, are you going to hold it against his hand? Yeah, against the part that's, like, bleeding a lot. You're like... Okay, so he's struggling, he's holding his arm against his body really tightly. And he's trying to, like, you know, he's putting his other hand over that hand to kind of stop, try to stop the bleeding on his own. So somebody's going to have to really pry his arm away from his body. All right, cool. I, uh, I got the strength. Cool, like sit on him or something or like <clears throat> I'll just hold his yeah, arm. Yeah, just apart. like hold his arm, <laughs> hold his arm out and then uh Yeah. We'll just kind of like push it down on him. All right. God, so you want to hold torturing. his arm out, you're going to pull his arm away from his body and hold it against the ground. You could do that. You have the you do have a high strength, so you could possibly do this. So uh, go ahead and roll a strength uh, check. Plus three, so ten. He, uh, he's moving <laughs> around pretty good still. Uh, and now you But he's near death, right? If you want to. Yeah, let's well, just try this. Is, he's moving his arm. I mean, this is like all he's got right now. Yeah. Uh, got, are we bad guys? No, let's we got, like a bad we, gotta, we, got, we have to. He's gonna, no, but here's the thing. This is going to keep him alive. This, he's going to die otherwise if we don't do this. We have to. Damn it. He's just freaking out. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck you guys are going to do. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just yelled at him, like, calm down. We're going to cauterize the wound so you don't bleed out, asshole. He's still struggling. He's just pissed <laughs> off. Okay. Uh, well, let's just, like, try to, try to like, snipe this bloody finger. All right. Roll it. <laughs> Roll a two hit. Uh, it's going to be a little tough to get his to get his hand like where you want it. Okay. Is I have any pluses? 
or uh, minuses or whatever. This, uh, there's definitely some <laughs> there's definitely some minuses, but uh, go ahead and roll. And I rolled a nineteen. Woo! Oh, nice. All right. So oh, you take gosh. that. Uh, you take that white hot sickle and you deftly bring it down right up to his hands and you nail it like the spots where he is bleeding from. You're like boom, boom, boom. You hit like each of those spots immediately and it cauterized the wound. He is not bleeding anymore. And as soon as he gets that, he snaps his hand back against his body and it's he's just kind of rocking and like kind of sitting on the ground. Uh, All right. Yeah. Muttering to himself in pain. Yeah. We might have wanted to give him the wine so he's yeah. a little drunk. I just thought that. I was just going to be like, <laughs> I was just thinking, yeah, if there's know. any wine left. Uh, this is a nice city just... we're offering him. We're basically just keeping him from dying right now. Yeah, wait. Yeah, he is a real dick. Even though I can't understand his language, he just, I'm getting a terrible vibe from him. So I we don't feel him. bad for him. We've given him enough yeah. niceties by just like healing him and we're like at least and making keeping sure him he alive. Bleed out. Yeah, we just yeah. need to know where the amulet is. Once that happens, we I... can literally drop him. And just yeah. keep I'll walking. See. All right. While I'll you guys are though. talking, uh, everyone roll a perception check. Oh boy. Uh, I rolled a seventeen. I rolled a nine. I rolled a nineteen. Oh, good. Okay. Well, everyone except for the nine or eighteen. I mean, he has just reached into his cloak and he's pulled out a potion and he's trying to quaff it. Oh boy! Oh, I slapped that out of his hand. Fuck. <laughs> I shouldn't have healed. It's him. either something or that's going to kill actually. him immediately, or it's going to heal him completely. It's bad either it's way. It's one of two things, um, both terrible. So who's going to try to stop him? Uh, That's a great I question. I don't see it, so. All right. Who has the who's best gonna dexterity? It it's between you two, because I don't see it. All right. I have four. All right, and mine's only a plus one. So All right, go so ahead I'm going to, Laren's going to try to stop this guy from uh, drinking the potion. Okay. Uh, 16. All right, you do, uh, you do grab his hand. Uh, and you grab, you actually grab lower on the bottle. You grab, you grab the bottle, and you're now in kind of a tug of war with him at the bottle. But he's so damaged that he lets go, and you get the potion. Uh, but roll another uh, dexterity check. Oh, ten. Ten. Oh, so you bring that bottle back, and it hits your uh, armor, and it smashes against your armor. <laughs> okay, fuck. The potion just drips down your entire body. And uh, you feel like, you know, you, you feel like the, the little bit of the potion that did slip in there, it, uh, it uh, you know, feels pretty good. So you actually heal. Are you fully healed or not? No, I'm at 13 health right now. Okay, so you gain three health. Yay, uh, cool. Topical healing potion. Awesome. So uh, he's just muttering and swearing at you guys again. <laughs> All right, Donnie, ask him specifically where the amulet is, or we're done fucking around, yeah. and we're not going to help him. So as you uh, you surround him, and he's muttering to himself on the ground, and you're demanding to know where the amulet is, uh, that'll end tonight's adventure, and we will resume next time to find out what happens with a purple-shrouded man, the captain. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Doug here, or as you know me, Laryngitis. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the debut of our new DM, Mike McGettigan, of Erie Canal Theater Podcast, which you can find over at almostbetter.net with all our other podcasts. Uh, we're really excited about where this is all going, um, and really can't wait to see where Mike takes us on with the story. 
Um, we already feel that we're moving at a better, faster pace, so hopefully you feel the same and you'll stick with us and find, find out what happens on this wild campaign. I want to thank the hosts this week. It was Mike, AJ, Bren, and myself. Cover art was done by Ian McAfee. Theme music was composed and assembled by Josh Stitt. Distribution is powered by the fine podcasting software at Pinecast.com. You can leave a tip, you can leave feedback, just click a link in the episode description. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah, tell some friends if you think they'll enjoy it. Uh, We're officially back, guys. Hopefully we'll be doing this every other week. So look forward to seeing us in your feed again. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.